Welcome to the Europia podcast. Europia is a registered charity working towards empowering, supporting, training and representing European nationals in Greater Manchester. In this episode, we focus on how Europia works with the Roma community within Greater Manchester and how the charity's health and wellbeing offering for this community is expanding. This episode was recorded in Levenshulme Old Library, where Europia's Roma community meet regularly. health and well-being worker at Europia and I also work together uh, on the Roma project to support the Roma community in Longside and uh, Gordon area. Okay thanks Elena and um, we were just chatting a little bit about the the Roma group in Manchester. Has it been going for about three years now the Europia Roma group? Yeah, so uh, Europia has supported the Romanian Roma community here in central Manchester um, for the past three years and we've worked together to build quite a trustful and um, relationship with them and to the point that they now feel very confident to come to us and uh, to, to seek advice, um, anything from welfare advice, benefits, housing queries um, or just if they want to have a nice chat with, with somebody who who's there to lend the listening ear. Okay, and there's, there is quite a lot going on for the Roma community, isn't there, under the sort of Europia Roma umbrella? Yes. So do you want to talk us through that? Yeah, so um, Europia has a Roma project, and this uh, under this... Uh, big umbrella term comes the uh, Roma drop-in sessions that are led by a Roma advocacy worker Ramona. Uh, they're led uh, in Arcadia Library uh, every Monday 9 to 5 and at Levenshulme Old Library 9 to 5 every Wednesday um, where myself and Ramona uh, have our own uh, dedicated space uh, where clients can come see us uh, when they have any issues that they need help with. Um, most of our um, the, the things we deal with are universal credit uh, queries, how to update journals or how to send evidence, um, translation and interpretation of uh, do- the documents and different information, um, benefits uh, letters, uh, school applications and a lot of health and health related uh, queries such as how to um, set up uh, GP appointments or how to go to specialized clinics. So we deal with a variety of different issues and most of the time um, maybe a client will come once, they'll sort one one issue and then uh, we'll invite them to come again to a different drop-in session uh, where we can help them with a different issue. Yeah, because I think um, when people move to this country, there's, it's, it's not just a case of, oh, you move and settle within the first three or four months. It's ongoing, isn't yes. it, the help that is needed? Yeah, of course, and uh, the Roma communities are one of the biggest marginalised uh, et- um, ethnic minorities, uh, both in the UK, but together in their own home countries as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of the times they, they will face... Um, 
difficulties with receiving support and um, especially coming to a new country when they're familiar with how to uh, how the system works and, and how to go about the different processes and a lot of the of them are their English uh, they're not confident in their English and they're not confident that they can deal with the issue themselves so having somebody from an organization to kind of stand behind them um, provides a lot of confidence for them yeah, no, all the forms that you have to fill in, I imagine, are yes. all in English, are they? So yes. that interpretation and translation services is really vital, isn't it? Of course, and I mean, those forms are tedious for anybody to complete. Yeah. Uh, they're, and they're massive, and a lot of the time the questions sound similar, and just having somebody else um, go over them with, with, uh, with the person is, um, is very helpful and reassuring. Yeah, that's, that's good. So, that, so that's the drop-in session on... Um, they're running really well at the moment. So what, what other um, projects do you have under the Roma umbrella? So uh, last year we've uh, launched a Roma Health project that uh, we've been um, commissioned by the Cultural Property Fund, uh, which recognises that the Roma communities face a lot of health inequalities, mm. uh, especially within the mental health sector here in Greater Manchester. The thing about the Roma community is that um, mental health is a very stigmatized topic. It, it is a lot of, for a lot of them, mental health is a very scary issue, an unfamiliar territory that uh, they do not have a lot of knowledge on, and they assume that having a mental health problems means you're crazy, and that could lead to potential problems like having your children taken away mm, from you, yeah. um, being sent to an institution, having social workers knock on your door. And in a lot of cases, because of the nature of this discrimination they faced in, in, in the past, where they have been met with such issues when seeking support for their mental health, a lot of the community feels frightful of the topic itself and would always deny um, any any help they're offered. Yeah. So we recognize this this problem. So we didn't want to scare them with just advertising a mental health project to them. So we want and we wanted to um, bring whole of health and well-being mm. uh, to the community. So uh, within the Roma Health Project and our focus on mental health, we want to provide the opportunity of. Um, some therapy to the Romanian Roma community and Europe offers uh, six free sessions that are, are with trained counsellor provided in Romanian language um, that our clients can make use of and uh, it's, it's a great opportunity uh, if Therapy is always, it's, it's always a great tool for anybody um, who needs to do a bit of navigation with their mental health. And it can be difficult when you don't speak English very well. So having this opportunity to be in your own native language makes all the difference. And during the process of getting um, those counselling sessions, we also provide a holistic wraparound support, which is two meaningful conversations a week. Um, it can't be less than that, um, you know, we're not going to force people to call them every, every single time, but how much um, support they like after two, two phone calls a week, and that can be anything to do with any mental health issues that they experience, or just if they want to share about their day, and just yeah. um, having somebody to, to call you, and just um, having this opportunity to share some information can really help combating social isolation that we see a lot uh, more after the pandemic. 
and it's it's a great tool to just keep, uh, feel connected to the community. And and these um, therapy sessions are free as well, aren't they? There's no cost to the end user. Yeah. So the uh, phone calls are not as formal as the therapy sessions. Uh, they'll be uh, provided either by myself, Ramona, maybe some of our volunteers as well, uh, depending on the language requirements of the mm. client. Uh, but always confidential. This information will not be shared, you know, unless absolutely necessary. So obviously mental health being a big part of the project again, but also focusing on everyday health and how people can maintain happy and healthy lives here in Greater Manchester. So this project um, is going to have its official health hub starting in February that will run inside along, uh, along the Wednesday drop-in session at the Levin Schmold Library, where we're going to have a dedicated... Um, area, uh, independent from the uh, the advice sessions that Ramona provides, uh, which is going to be all about health and well-being. So that will involve, uh, we're going to have lots of forms that have to do with GP registration or um, different specialized clinics that we can support people with filling. We'll have some information on how to obtain um, uh, health, the European health cards or the um, international health cards uh, uh, also we're gonna provide some interactive workshops and activities that look into general health uh, yeah. and how it can be improved such as healthy eating how to stop smoking how to um, different exercises to, to keep yourself active and alongside that we want to introduce and normalize the topic of mental health every every week um, just with little uh, using kind and gentle language without using specialized terms that can confuse people just so yeah. that they can get comfortable talking about this. Yeah, that's brilliant. And and um, I know that that linked into this is um, sort of your winter health project that has been going on over the winter as well, hasn't it? Yes. So what does that entail? So uh, our winter health project was uh, is all about providing information of how people can keep themselves uh, safe and healthy during the winter months, especially around vaccination, mm -hmm. uh, flu vaccinations and COVID boosters vaccine. Right. A lot of the community also feels quite fearful of vaccination. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, the information back in Romania that they receive is quite um, involves quite a lot of grim topics yeah. uh, around um, the negative impact of vaccines. So, right. um, a lot of the community feels um, uncertain. So we wanted to provide information about the uh, the flu bo boosters and the COVID boosters and who and encourage people who are within that risk group of um, becoming very poorly yeah. uh, to just um, encourage them to get the vaccine. And that would that was through um, health, uh, like leaflet campaigns, um, sharing the information at our drop-in sessions. Um, we also have some uh, availability to provide uh, them with transport to vaccination centers. Uh, together with that, uh, we also told, uh, we big part of the winter um, project is uh, around the cost of living crisis. Right, yeah. Of so, providing valuable resources about um, 
how to save on energy, how to keep their homes uh, warm and insulated, how to prevent mold, and also together with some resources about different warm spaces around the uh, Longside and Gordon area and places that offer some free meals or um, where people can just meet up in the community. With everybody's mental health can be a bit difficult in the winter months as there's lack of sunshine, there's, is diff, you know, the Christmas period can be difficult for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So we want to bring awareness to that and just um, find, show um, easy ways that people can manage stress easily at home. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we, I was going to ask you also about um, the allotment project. So I believe that this has run before and it's sort of going to come back, is it, for spring? Um, yeah, so uh, there was a uh, Romanian women's group allotment project um, last year, I believe, uh, where uh, the women from the community can meet up, had a designated little um, gar- garden bed, uh, and they grew herbs uh, and shared some recipes and shared some stories from their home. And overall, it was a very positive experience yeah. for the community. Uh, the women's group uh, Facebook page is still up and running where the community can share stories and recipes still. Um, and, and just we received such a positive feedback we wanted to bring that back as part of our health hub so this is going to be our green health uh, initiative where we would combine uh, the love for nature and, and um, that the community shares together with uh, talking a bit how how good nature is for our mental health um, and how these types of activities and this relaxation um, that you get from engaging with um, your social circle and with a bit of greenery can have a massively positive impact mm. on your mental well-being. Yeah, and it, I think it's particularly important as well um, for people who might not have much of a garden at home, or if it's overrun by yes. the kids or pets or whatever. It's so if you if you've got an apartment, it's difficult, isn't it, to get that outside space? So. Exactly, and it's. Um, a lot of the community members um, but have, are used to uh, a lot of gardening, a lot of those activities um, back home. So having the opportunity to do the same thing here. And as you mentioned, a nice space maybe where the kids are not present and you can just take a breather. <laughs> yes. um, just time, some, some time for yourself is very beneficial. Yeah, no, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, and that links in um, really nicely to, to sort of spring and, and the, the, the projects that you've got um, up and coming in the year. Um, and I believe that one of the celebrations that the Roma community um, always celebrates with mm-hmm. Europe here is the uh, Romanian Blouse Day. Could you tell yes. us a bit about that? Um, yeah, so that we had a celebration last June, and I believe this is something that we want to do annually. Uh, it's a quite a big celebration within the Roma community where um, it's just a perfect opportunity to um, show off some traditional clothing, but also uh, the history and culture of the clothing, what it represents to the community um, in, a, in an environment that's safe uh, and accepting and also um, is happy to celebrate with them 
uh, all these achievements of the community. And also, it, it's it's such a fun event. There is lots of good music, traditional music, yeah. lots of traditional uh, tasty food, an opportunity for kids to run around and have uh, have this connection uh, with uh, on uh, with the community in a more cultural appropriate way. And uh, it's it's a it's. Everybody enjoys them. Not yeah. not necessarily just the Roma community, but everybody who attends ends up loving these events. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. It really does. It, yeah. it sounds amazing. Um, okay, so finally, um, I was going to ask you about the the vocal projects that you, you you've got going on. You're linking up with the NHS, which is um, is this it? it sort of a project to try and get in touch with people about cervical cancer mm-hmm. in particular? Yeah, so um, Vocal is an organisation uh, which I believe, uh, from what I understand works with the NHS to encourage uh, people to have uh, say in uh, health related research uh, especially people from com- more diverse communities and minority groups uh, to make sure that health research is appropriate and accessible to them and it's on the topics that matter to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the uh, projects that they're running at the moment is uh, creating cervical screening kits that can be uh, accessible to anybody, can be taken at home, so you don't have to um, go through the process of getting a GP appointment, keeping track of when you have when you have to have a screening. Mm. Um, maybe, especially people who cannot access their GPs easily or cannot travel or may feel embarrassed to do so. Yeah. Um, those types of kits are being designed um, in order to combat these issues. And they need some people, especially people from the communities, to um, to sit down and have a talk about how useful these kits are going to be and how they can be improved further. Um, so they uh, especially wanted to hear from the Roma community, um, especially uh, because they're looking for women who or people who who can be affected by cervical cancer who have not had screening before, um, and just get their opinion on this. Um, right. So we are currently developing this uh, relationship and hopefully later this year we can hold a focus group with uh, a number of Roma women and see what their opinion uh, is on the matter and how they think these kids should should look for them. Oh, that's really positive. Um, yeah, because I, I think growing up in, in, in England myself, it's, the the cervical screen is just kind of like part of life. It's like mm-hmm. my mum had it, and every every few years, it's just sort of accepted that that's what you will do from a certain age. Yeah. Uh, and it used to be even younger. I think it's twenty five at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be a really excellent way to get hold of people who maybe never had one before, or like you say, are embarrassed because even though this is like an accepted thing in England that we we need to go for us cervical screening a lot of people don't go and also the uptake dropped after covid as well um even more so i think yeah this is really positive that um it can be done at home and save the nhs a little bit of pressure hopefully yeah definitely and i mean cervical cancer is it's a difficult topic for anybody, especially to the Roma community who are uh, not familiar, have so much uh, familiarity with the topic, they might feel unsure of, of this. So if in a situation when you're unfamiliar of something, you wouldn't go to um, 
you wouldn't think to go seek that information out. So m most yeah. of them are not even avail uh, aware that they have to go for screening. So having yeah. this option um, will definitely help a lot of people who kind of fall between the cracks uh, that um, compared to ever to others who are aware of the procedures and will take it up regularly. Yeah, sure, it will really uh, raise awareness, which is super important. We are working in partnership with a lot of um, organisations around Greater Manchester, um, such as the Living Well team, who are developing the mental health framework for Greater Manchester and, and other organisations for social prescribing links and with the hopes to reach further communities. Um, not only, obviously, we continue to support the Romanian Roma community, but also reach further Roma communities across Greater Manchester in the future. Yeah. And one thing to mention that I, I always try to uh, mention in a podcast is uh, about volunteering as well. Do you, are, you all, are you looking for volunteers from the Roma community at the moment? Yes, uh, we are uh, encouraging the Roma community to take some, up some volunteering, especially around the, either the drop-in session or the health hub. Uh, we, uh, we're trying to share the benefits of volunteering with them and um, show how that's a good opportunity for improving employability skills. Yeah. Um, so a big part of this is promoting our voluntary services and getting people signed up. Uh, but also we're going to have a couple of mentoring projects that are going to work directly with community leaders and champions uh, from the different Roma communities to, to provide some mentoring training that they can then uh, go into the community and reach even more people that Perhaps we cannot. Yeah, do that's that's excellent, isn't it? Going, it's sort of going to people's homes and really getting getting to know them and give them a, a yes. sort of helping hand. Oh, that's brilliant! Thank you very much, Elena. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. If you would like to find out more about Europia, including how to access services or volunteer for the charity, see europia.org.uk.